Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thanks again for listening to today's show. If you're new to the podcast series, I'd love for you to subscribe. And even more, please give me a positive rating on iTunes. It helps so much spread the word about brevity. We are building a movement of motivated and brief communicators. So thanks for joining us. As you may know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm the founder and managing director of the Brief Lab, where we help leaders and their organizations master concise communication. The word is spreading. Really excited about that. The point of this broadcast, this podcast, and others is pretty simple. Identify key moments when brevity can make you and your ideas stand out. The impact of concise communication affects not only how you explain your bright ideas, but also how you build your career and succeed when others around you fall flat. All right, so let's get started. Really excited about today's show. Wow, so excited. Really, the, the issue here at hand is about anger and frustration and how they lead to overcommunication. People start, they lose their temper, and they get upset, frustrated. And really, a rant can ruin your reputation. That's what we want to talk about today. Funny story. It has to do with um, being concise and brief. So when I was writing the book, um, talking to my kids around the dinner table about brief, and they always have something funny to talk about at school and their teachers and how they should be more to the point and... It's always a fun topic of conversation for me talking about the clients that I'm talk- I'm teaching and leading in the military, and it's always always fun to hear them saying. But this one particular conversation really surprised me in a funny way. My kids just, you know, kids say the funniest things, right? So they said, "Dad, you are really a pretty concise communicator, except when you get angry. You tend to repeat yourself, go over and over." And I I was sort of guilty as charged really hit me at that moment. And then I thought, you know what, they're right. Not only are they right, I see this all the time. And then I just started noticing, you know, standing in line at the airport and people, you know, lose their luggage and they start laying into the customer service person. And they, it's not enough for them to say it once, they say it twice and three times. And they just, they just kept piling on. And then, you know, a boss, they're not, you're not hitting your sales number and boss kind of loses her temper and next thing you know she starts insulting the person who's underperforming and saying things that she will later regret and you can see this you can see this in people there's a tendency to uh when people get upset they they repeat themselves they cross this magical mysterious line called enough is enough and they just can't control themselves well on today's podcast we're going to talk about how to fix that now, there's probably deep psychology on that, and I am certainly not a psychologist. But what I will tell you is that this is an issue that people need to really be aware of because it can not only ruin your reputation, it can really lead to you losing credibility and people just tuning you out. And once you've passed that line, um, people, they relate to you in a different way. So... Let's talk about anger and frustration at, at a high level and what you can do. So I always like to give a quick summary up front. So the three things you can do. Take a time out. Step away from the passion. Number two, um, 
say whatever you have to say and just stop. Okay, saying it the second, third, fourth, tenth time isn't going to help. Finally, third thing, if you're giving somebody sort of harsh feedback and you're angry, stop and ask them why do you, why do they think that you are upset or angry? Just kind of see if it, the message is getting through. And once that is, that might be an indication that you know you're you're over and done, and you can you can move on. So it's it's funny to look at this. You know, there's, somebody once told me like when you get mad, you get angry. If you got anger issues or whatever, look at look at yourself in the mirror. Um, this guy once I heard he said that when you get angry, take a picture of yourself, take a selfie of what you look like. It's absurd. You know, a, a, a few days later, you're just going to look at yourself and say, I probably my passion's got the better of me. There's certainly things that are driving that. Unfulfilled expectations and and things that annoy you and upset you and the triggers that, that set you off. All, all which are true and they're probably not going to go away. So one of my daughters said to, to me over, over like uh, one of the breaks from college, she says that, um, she's funny, she says, I'm passive aggressive, but uh, I'm not passive anymore. I'm just aggressive. So I left it that that was pretty funny. So when you when it comes to communicating, you know, this this can be an area that people can really focus their attention on and work on. So what do you what do you want to do? Well, let's let's go back to what we talked about earlier. Take a take a timeout, step away. You know, if you've got something that's really bothering you, wait an hour to bring it up. Usually the heat of the moment is called that for a reason. That that temperature can simmer down and you're you're probably gonna over over say whatever you're gonna say and and just go overboard. So just take a take an hour, step away from it, maybe a day. You'll calm down a little bit, and in in that time when you have it, start thinking about what's prepare. Like what do you, if you have to bring it up to somebody, what is really the issue, and how could you frame that in a more concise way so that it it still has power because it's not you weren't imagining it. It was something that you really it bothered you, but you need to speak about it calmly. Um, you have you have to have conviction certainly, but but having anger and, and that all, all that pent up in the moment is probably a bad idea to share. That. So just take some time to prepare. What do you really need to say? And maybe even write it out. Um, you know, map it out like we talk about in our courses, and um, and then talk to somebody about it. You know, take take some time away, step away, and then share it with somebody who's a, more of a neutral party, and have you he, he, and have yourself say it out loud. And, and hear what it might sound like. Does it still have that impact? But it might not have as much of a cutting edge or damage, uh, damaging effect. So that's one thing. That's second thing is, um, when you say what you have to say, just stop. Now, from most people, it's not really clear how to stop because it's like pushing a rock down a hill. Once it starts building up momentum, so in this particular instance, um, you know, have an ending. Know what that ending is, and when you when you hit that ending, don't say anything else. It takes discipline, um, takes some conviction, but saying it more and more and more is not gonna. So all it's gonna do is diminish the strength of what you said in the beginning. And then the third thing, the final point is, this might seem a little bit odd. I don't know. It's just whatever you're saying to somebody, ask them why do you, why do they think that you're upset? You know, let's say for example that you're. You're really, really frustrated that we're not um, hitting a sales figure. Or we keep on missing the deadlines. Um, 
get the people on your team or the people that you're delivering that that nasty message to, to to tell you why. And if once you feel that there's an accuracy and an understanding of what that message is, then okay, they got the point. And then just drop it. You know, there's no sense of hammering a nail, um, you know, ceaselessly into the into the wood. I think when I when I think about this issue of how leaders and professionals or just people in general speak when they're angry and when they're frustrated, when things are really when their temper is getting the best of them, um, the bigger impact negatively to their to themselves can be pretty lasting, actually. So when you when you do this repeatedly, um, changes your reputation. People start looking at you as a, in, a, in a different way. Um, and not only not only that, but if you use this as a mechanism to deliver and motivate people, um, when you when you lose your temper, um, people will begin to tune you out. Even if you raise your voice and you lose it, you think it's being effective, but actually it loses you lose your effectiveness over time to the point where I remember once there was a client that uh, was a little hothead, and you know he would, he wasn't mad all the time, but man, when he would lose it. And I got out of a meeting, and and I was expecting everyone in that meeting to just be completely shaken. And they're looking, and they're saying, "No, he does it all the time. He's you just kind of ignore it." Um, but they basically just learned to tune him out, even though it was he looked like he was just have, he was raging at that moment. So, summing it all up here, um, small but important insight: ranting can ruin your reputation. So don't let it. I really appreciate that you take time out of your busy day to join me just saying as a podcast that's meant for you and for sharing. So please help me spread the word that less is more. If you want more information on our programs at The Brief Lab for teams and organizations, please go to our website, thebrieflab.com. You can also reach out to me directly via email at Joe McCormick. I'm sorry, J-M-C-C-O-R-M-A-C-K. So it's McCormack at thebrieflab.com. I answer inquiries personally and really love hearing from listeners. Just saying.